0: Ready?
1: I was born ready. I'm Ron (laughs) Swanson. 537. This is the Doodle Podcast. Come on, man.
0: For us all. But tonight.
1: Don't call it a comeback.
0: I've been here for years. a good Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But call it a comeback. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from the beat slab at studio 537. You've tuned in to podcast We thought we were down and out but we were not we just took a few weeks off uh to handle our summer stuff and some other things uh, but we are back and better than ever joined tonight by elvis and tara b didn't we just do this <laughs> take two. Oh, okay what's up baby? just checking to make sure tara how you been i'm good I'm good she of so little words tara <laughs> bailey everyone joined tonight special guest um as you've known we've been talking about for the last few episodes or at least i've been talking about for the last few episodes we've got our gmc football preview uh ready to roll i've got uh seven of the eight coaches locked in um but i wanted to do something different this week uh bring somebody in here besides elvis that knows anything about uh, Green Meadows Conference football, and well, pretty much all of Northwest Ohio. Um, we're joined tonight by Black Swamp football editor. I, I think that's your title. Lynn Grohl. How you doing, Lynn?
2: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Is that your title? Uh, publisher is my actual title. We we have another editor who is Jenny Derringer, but uh, that's that's okay. You can just call me publisher. That'll work. Pu- Sorry, publisher. <laughs> publisher, yeah
0: publisher in chief you didn't give yourself a hyphenated not yet
2: not yet dave blue would be so disappointed dave would be (laughs) disappointed dave would have definitely given him a hyphenated something title for sure
0: (laughs) that's true yeah so we're back after our three-week hiatus um we needed some time off the last episode was a little stale and I'm going to take 100% responsibility for that. But, hey, at least I hit record during that one. Uh, We just recorded 25 minutes of nothing, just us bullshitting for the most part, So, and it didn't get recorded. So, like I said, football preview starts next week. Uh, First segment will be joined by Lucas Smith, and second segment will be uh, Jason Hale. Why does Lucas Smith go first? That's because Hicksville's the home team, and I said so. So that's the way it goes. Um, The following episode which is which? the coaches are locked in, will be, I know I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Phil Morrow, am I saying that right? Anybody know? Yeah. Well, if Rakes was here, he could sure help us out. Phil Morrow, the new coach at uh, Fairview, and then Kenny Krause uh, from Tenora will be our guests the following week. So we are locked, ready to roll, ready to dooter it up. Um, Dougie Fresh is having vacation time right now. Um, Doug Rakes is MIA. Um, and Curtis is being a dad and husband and whatever it else this is. He what about erectional facilities? Erecty's oh, working weeks, uh, working week uh, nights now. So, but I think he'll be back in 2 weeks. I think. I don't know. Don't quote me on that.
1: I, I did uh, I did get a little tidbit on Kenny Krause Uh Chad Henry cuts my hair and he said Kenny is his neighbor and Chad I uh, coached football with him for like 16 17 years and he said it'll be a good one he said he I'm loves excited talking football me too
0: I'm excited I mean I'm intimidated by seven out of eight of these guys so uh, which one
1: aren't you intimidated by
0: I'm not telling we're gonna save it we'll save it for when he's on, because I'm gonna tell him I'm not scared of him. If we ever get a hold of him. No. You and guys- you know what, Lynn? Lynn, we'll talk after afterwards. Maybe you can help us get him,
2: because nobody can get a hold of him. I can, um I can yeah I can help you out. I would be intimidated by Jason Hale. I guarantee you that.
1: Oh no, he's a softie.
2: Nope, he's he a, a he's soft, a big teddy bear. He is a big teddy bear, but I don't want to tick him off, so I'm gonna be nice here. no nah, he's a big <laughs> teddy bear. He
0: loves the Deuter podcast. He was the first one I contacted about doing this and he's pumped. I think he's been, I I bet you, he's been marking it off on his calendar um, every, every day here. So yeah, let's get in, let's get into some talk with Lynn here about some football. Um, Lynn, why don't you go ahead and talk about your, um, your
2: publication and uh, just go. Yeah. Yeah. So we cover uh, 45 high schools, Northwest Ohio, Ohio, Defiant six County area, and then we're down in the Lima area now, uh, Finley, uh, all the way over to Fremont and a lot of places in between. Um, Our goal is to uh, at some point get to every high school in Northwest Ohio. I don't know when that will be, but um, at some point that is our goal. Uh, so we do a preseason magazine, it'll be 196 pages this year, it will be out here, uh, the printer I just sent it to the printer on Friday, it's approved, so they have it in their hands in Minster, Ohio, um, they're saying that we could have it as early as the 30th of July, uh, the latest of August 4th, so here in the next couple of weeks, we'll have it, um, there's also 11 features in there. So we got a ton of info in there. We also started a podcast like you guys do, uh, that we go um, weekly through the season, have special guests, and all that good stuff. Talk about the uh, every game in our coverage area, and then we also have a website as well. So you can uh, you can if you want the magazine, you can pre-order it, or we'll have it all over all over Northwest Ohio, and I can get a, a store list on our, our website and our social media pages. You guys, uh, uh, everybody kind of follows that and uh, blacksmith. Not yeah, neither. They order, got it. They got part. it at the marathon station across they, the street from they my do. House. Yep. They do. Yep. We got some places there. So yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be different places where you can, um, order it off our website and we'll ship it to you as well. So however you, however you want to do it, we can, we can get it to you. So tell us,
0: tell us how, how, you, so you were a writer at the Crescent News for a long time. Tell us, tell us a little bit about how you came to build this publication
2: yeah yeah so i was at the crescent for 17 years um got out in uh june of 19 and the defiance college football coach when he came here in 2018 he kind of pitched me the idea of doing a high school football magazine he grew up in southeast ohio And he was in the Canadian football league, got out of coaching for a few years and he decided he was going to start a high school football publication down in Southeast Ohio. So they were covering every college, every high school, I believe in West Virginia and about every high school in Southeast Ohio. So when he came, he's like, Hey, if you ever want to start a high school magazine, I have some knowledge on how to do it. Um, so a couple of years ago, uh, pulled the decided to do it. And here we are two years later. And, uh, hopefully we can uh, keep expanding and keep getting bigger and, and those kinds of things. What do you find is your biggest challenge? Uh, I think the biggest challenge is just people learning about our publication. Now in this immediate area, people you know, knew who I was for my time at the Crescent, so they kind of knew the name, um, but that's the big thing in the areas that we've expanded to is getting our name out there, um, Just you know, people learning about Black Swamp football, because a lot of people you talk to, they're like, well, what's Black Swamp football? And, you know, you have to tell them. So we got to get to the point where people know what Black Swamp football is. That's probably the biggest challenge at, at this point.
1: Well, wait, wait a second. They're from Northwest Ohio. And they don't know what the Black Swamp was. They well, must they know not- what that is.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: I-, I was going to say, they must not have Dave Blue teaching you, uh, government history.
2: You would be surprised. There's some that do not know what the Black Swamp is. Yes, you are correct there, though. I do got a
1: question about your golf outing. Yeah. Why you, why you, I know, I think it was a month ago. Yep, it was the beginning Pretty of close.
2: June. Yep, beginning of June. Why
1: don't, you, why don't you tell everybody about it and how they can do it for next year?
2: Yep, we actually already have a date. June 25th. It's a Saturday. Um, it'll be at uh, Ironwood in Wasion again. So if you want to you wanna play... Get a hold of me. Uh we had uh sixteen teams this last year. We played it on a Friday. That was the only date that we could kind of that fit uh my schedule and some other people's schedule. So we went with the Friday, but you you can get a hold of me, email me, uh social media, shoot me a message. But June 25th, uh we have uh Jacob von Delen. I don't know if you guys know him. Yep. Uh he brings he's got a he's got a cannon that he shoots. It's like a, I don't know, you guys probably know what a potato gun is from back in your day. And it'll shoot par fours. It shoots at 350 yards, and you're on the green with that thing. So it's pretty cool. Everybody likes that, and we just have a good time. Pretty much, we just like to get a bunch of coaches and a lot of football people out and uh, just have fun with it, and and just go. And uh, just a, a way to get a lot of football minds together uh, for, at the golf course. And uh, it's kind of a kickoff for the season, honestly.
1: How many people do you guys have for the Black Swamp that do your writing and everything? I'm the only one that does the writing. You're, you're the so only one that does it. The only one. Really? So
2: there, there's 57 uh, or 56 stories in there this year. Um, one of the features I started actually in February of 2020. So it's been a, a year and a half. And the features I usually start at the beginning of the year and then team previews, I start uh, May, May, June, and then uh, first couple weeks of July is all team previews, and it's a uh, it gets a little crazy and a lot of uh, a long days and long nights, but uh, I enjoy it, and uh, hopefully we can expand and, and get more writers down the road. I think that that would be the ideal situation. We're covering honestly, if we could cover all of Ohio, would be great. There's a it, there's actually a publication in Texas that covers every high school in Texas and every college. My God! Uh, and they've been going for I think this is their 68th or 69th year. So wow. that would be uh, that would be the ideal thing uh, down the road. And I'm, I'm not not saying that it will happen, but uh, that is my uh, that is my goal at some point.
1: How many how many teams are there in Ohio? Eight
2: hundred and thirty-eight. Don't quote me on that. It's eight hundred and some. So that'd be a it, that'd be a lot of writing, big boy. It, it would be for me. We would, <laughs> need a few, maybe you guys could could do some some writing for me. You know, never know. We don't write. I know Elvis. you don't know us. We don't write. Well, maybe <laughs> we the podcast. So good. Maybe maybe you guys will be the podcast guys from Northwest Ohio here. If you well, you know a what? I don't hate
0: that idea. Guys, I'm a
2: good I'm a good <laughs> tabor. Yeah,
1: guys, guys and gals.
0: Elvis is good at challenging high school kids to events. Yeah. We need to what, go ahead. When we come back when we come back off. When we come back off the break, we probably ought to give an update on that, too. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. Elvis.
1: No, I was going to ask Lynn, Um, what Uh, what's one of your favorite stories of the last couple of years that you wrote?
2: My favorite story. Wow, you really put me on the spot here. Um, I think the bigger one would be uh, Columbus Grove a year ago and kind of what those kids went through. I, I went down there um, probably about this Time a year ago, honestly, thing was going on with COVID, and we weren't sure if we were going to have a season. Um, if, if you remember, uh, they their basketball team was at regionals in March of 2020 and got shut down when everything uh shut down. Uh, I mean, there's other stories, the Napoleon girls obviously stayed, well, of course,
0: at, right after they kicked Billman's ass, yeah, okay,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they were probably, probably, was probably the favorite to win the state championship in division four a year ago, they get shut down. Um, and then, you know, football, they, they're thinking they have a chance at a state title in football in D six a year ago. And they're not sure if, we're, if they're going to have football, um, just a, a good group of kids. Um, just, uh, just kind of a, a neat to talk to them and, and get their thoughts. Um, cause they were all, all for one, just a team concept. And, uh, it was, uh, you know, I wasn't gonna lie I mean there was some some tears talking to those guys and just what they had went through in the in the previous months um it was a uh, emotional a little bit to think about what those kids had had to go through and then to have it taken away from them and, and not just them and they they felt sorry for everybody that had that chance taken away from them so it was uh it was interesting. That was probably one of my bigger ones. I gotta to talk to Jerry Snodgrass, who was the former OHSA uh, director earlier this year for a podcast to um stay in touch with Jerry quite a bit. That's another another uh another good uh good topic and a good feature that I was able to uh to do. Do you do you, uh,
1: do much of the girls' sports?
2: Nope. I'm strictly uh, I'm strictly football right now. Strictly football. Strictly football. Uh- I was going to ask you what
1: you thought about the Fairview girls softball team.
2: Yeah, how about that? They just dominated. unbelievable, huh? They just dominated. Yeah. They had some hitters. The Yankee girl, I mean, she from what I heard, I didn't see them get play, but um, just from reading some of the the articles and whatnot, wow! I mean, they were they were raking big time. Uh, so yeah, great great for them. Stacy Renolette, who I covered a lot when my days at the Crescent, good to see her. Uh, a win the state title, she she deserved it. She's been at Fairview for a long time and's had some really really good teams.
1: Now, where did you go to high school at?
2: I'm from Ayersville. Oh, a pilot, huh? A pilot, God's country, hey. God's country, Elvis. Wait, wait a second. Hey, speaking of wrongville,
1: Ayersville, wrongville.
2: <laughs> speaking of
1: speaking of Ersville, that's the coach we haven't got a hold of.
2: I can take care of that.
0: We, Tell we him he can't wear that. a Super Bowl ring though. Okay. I, I got it covered. No, funny story. He he I met him um and he had this gigantic ring on. And I looked at him and I go, What'd you win the Super Bowl or something? It was his Defiance High School state championship ring.
2: Oh yeah. Yep, ninety seven, yep. He was coaching with Jerry Beauty at that time. Yep. Yes. So yeah, if you could help us get a hold of Coach Dales, that'd be fantastic. I got it covered. I'll take care of it.
0: Yeah. This has been, this has been, I mean, every coach that we've I've I have either spoken with or emailed with all seven of these coaches ever not Lucas Elvis took care of Lucas. Um, But yeah, I mean, Brody Flagle was pumped. Um, I actually last week just talked to Matt Holden and Tyler uh, Aaron and they're both, they're both, they were super excited about it, you know, and I even was certain to say to familiarize yourself with our tones you may want to listen to some episodes. So, you've got to generate some ad <laughs> revenue there. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's how I do. What, that's what?
1: why. I, 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 that's why I've toned it down quite a bit the last few episodes. I don't get as vulgar as I used to.
0: He doesn't get the beer bong out ever since we switched <laughs> over to YouTube. Hey,
1: Tate wants, Tate wants to show you his new T-shirt.
0: Please tell me it doesn't have a penis on it. What's up, dog? What's
1: up, dog? What's up, dog? That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> before we before – we, right, we're, run, we're running a little short on time right. here, but I do want to ask, because I'm kind of a nerd at this. See, I went to UT, and I worked in the sports information office there, and I had to do a lot of work on the media guides. So I kind of sympathize with the things you have to go through to work on your publication, Lynn. But I do have a question. What software do you use to prepare yours?
2: I actually have a design girl. Uh, she uses InDesign. Never heard of it, but cool. Yeah. Yep. I think I that... do. Got a.
1: I got a question about the magazine. Do you have different covers for different areas?
2: We don't. We don't. No. I mean, we, we have, uh, there's five different kids on there this year uh, Archbold. Um, of course. Columbus Grove. Toledo Central Catholic, Fremont Ross, and Ottawa Glendorf. So we have a pretty, most of our regions kind of covered here in Northwest Ohio with it. Okay. Wow.
0: Well, hey, this segment would have been a lot better had I hit record the first time, but uh, we're gonna take (laughs) a little break here. Uh, We'll come back, we'll have more with Lynn, get his thoughts on the Green Meadows Conference. And maybe he'll give us some tips on uh, how to be effective journalists when it comes to putting this uh, preview together. Uh, we'll be back in just a few here. This is Beat, and you've been, you're still listening to the Duder Podcast. Hey, folks. This is Beat from the Duder Podcast with a public service announcement. Apparently, there's an epidemic sweeping the nation. Now, while I don't personally suffer from this, I do know a few that do, and it can be debilitating. It's called meat gazing and it's real. Do you find yourself checking out the wiener next to you at the urinal? If you do there's help. Meat Gazers Anonymous will help guide you and give you the tools to quit checking out the tool next to you. Now you have to call and register and that number is 555-3837. Again that's 555-3837 and there's an operator standing by to take your call. Guys these are people that are here to help you with your dong staring problem. It's completely anonymous, and they're here to help. Again, that's Meat Gazers Anonymous, and it's 555-3837.
1: Plans. you got plans. don't say that shut your trap wine sip sip in a robe. Trip, trip. i look too good look too good, good to be alone <laughs> my house, house clean my pool warm welcome back cool to the deuter like
0: podcast What's become dancing, a theme the last several episodes has been doing a little bit of Duder here. podcast slow jams coming into the second segment here you know, that was those girls from Wayne Trace when they were on here. They kind of started got, that whole thing. They got us back
1: into the jam, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Lynn, I don't know if you listened to, a few weeks ago. We had the uh, Wayne Trace girls on the state runners-up, Elvis. Yeah. Relay team. Four, yeah, we had them. Yeah. We had the, all four of them on at one time. It was a good time. Four by 400.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Big time stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I forgot yeah. to tell you, you know, you, we had mentioned, I think during the one when we weren't recording, Elvis said that you're the biggest celebrity we had on here. Um, actually, I think Garrett Crawl might have something to say about that too.
1: Oh, I, yeah, he, he could be up there. He He's yeah. been on ESPN a couple times.
2: Yes, for sure. Well, that's a major upgrade over Doug Rakes and Doug Bowman, I'll tell you that. And Dave yeah. Blue.
1: Exactly.
2: Big time.
0: So uh, I don't know if Tara's going to come back and join us or not. Um, We did send the link out to Rakes. Rakes told Lynn Grohl that he could be on in 20 minutes and that was now 21 minutes ago. So we'll see if he shows up.
1: He's probably going to try getting his offense ready for the Defiance high school offensive coordinator job.
0: <laughs>
1: just saying.
0: Lynn, that's a little inside joke amongst the, all of us because that's what we said to him was that he was leaving. Uh, I'm not I'm not, leaving say, to I'm not
2: gonna say anything on that. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if oh, we're yeah. talking about that one year from now. I'll just say that. Yes, sir.
1: A year from now? Oh, there's Tara. We we said we said it on the podcast about it's been about a year ago, wasn't it? There she
0: is. No, it was
1: six months ago. Yeah, probably. I know. I heard it in the barbershop a while back that Rakes was going you know, to the every, Everything you hear in the barbershop's eighty-five percent true. What's up, so
0: Tiki? So, Rakes is, Rakes is home drawing up plays for Cooper's offense for next year? Oh, yeah. Yep. For next year or this year? Next year. Gotcha.
2: Did you guys hear the news about the new um, media
1: darling?
0: Me? <laughs> I was going to say, it's not me.
1: It Who's the media darling?
0: It's uh, Elvis, obviously. It's the picture that we put up of him at Dick's last resort. <laughs>
2: Performed
0: oh. 90 percent 90 like 95 percent better than any other pictures or content that we post on our Facebook page <laughs> that did that picture make it to Twitter did it make it I thought I put it on everything where the,
2: that's where the Antwerp what
0: faithful see it they see it on Twitter I, I saw don't... the
2: picture somewhere I'm pretty sure I saw it because Elvis what, eats what, more ass than colon is...
0: cancer <laughs> yeah
1: Oh, you should have you should try seeing Tate uh, try to read that on my head dad what's that say i we probably shouldn't say that
0: that's too funny <laughs> I'll, that's, I'll, that's 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 a, that's a neat stat Teek, because every day when i'm r- rolling through my my facebook news feed it offers me to boost that post mm-hmm. so i see that or, picture or- every day
1: what does that stuff mean? Ninety-five like, percent.
0: Like if I pay them, they'll put it. They'll put it on in on, as an advertisement on other people's news feeds.
1: Does that sound oh, right, really? yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: them. And... We got like twenty-five dollars in our account, don't we?
0: <laughs> Negative fifty. Oh, we're really killing it. Yeah. See, Lynn. Lynn, need... you need to get a. Lynn, you need to get a fancy uh, theme song for your podcast.
2: I do. Maybe you guys can help me out. We can. We know no, a guy.
0: Think of something. Think of something, and we got a. Couple so I called. I called a guy and told him what I wanted. He had it done the next day. It was pretty awesome, and you got to hear it. So it's great stuff. So again, we're joined tonight, Lynn Grohl, uh publisher, but I'm going to call him publisher in chief. Of the Black Swamp Football Magazine,
1: CEO, COO,
0: <laughs> CFO, C-F-O
1: an element of P. The so, second biggest, thir- third biggest celebrity on here.
2: besides Callie
1: i um, Oh, because Curtis, Curtis never got us. Uh,
0: who's Curtis working on?
1: Uh, he was working on, like, Tyrone Wheatley or something.
0: <laughs> it was Michael Wiley. Michael Wiley was a running back of some sort. When we get done with this, I'll send Mike, big, big Mike Golica DM. See if I can slide in. So, again, uh, brought Lynn on tonight to kind of start our kickoff for our high school preview, GMC. Uh, Lynn covers a lot more than the GMC, but we think, I think he probably knows a lot more about the GMC than I've forgotten. So, um, Lynn, give us a little idea of what you think the conference is going to look like this year.
2: Uh, tenora. That's not that's, that's about all there is to it this year. Honestly, uh, it's Tenora and yeah. then everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And do they have quite a few guys coming back from last year? Is that,
2: yeah, uh they lost three or four guys and everybody else is back. They have their backfields loaded. They have four really good running backs. Uh the quarterback's back. They have a lot of linemen back. Uh the Baden Hancock kid who was um, All Ohio a year ago, he's back on their line. Uh they're they're loaded. The Comiso boys are back, the Schaefer boys back at quarterback. Uh they're they have a Edwards kid that isn't even their top running back. And he was, uh, he qualified for the 100 at at State. Uh, KP DeLarber is another running back. They have the Anders boy. Uh, Boy, I I mean, you just go right down their roster. They're loaded now. The thing is their non-conference schedule is really good. They start off with Liberty Center. Uh, They have on, and they also have a Lipsick team um, that is gonna be very good. And it's probably gonna challenge for the Northwest Conference title there. They're joining the NWC this year after being in the BBC for many years. So if they can get through that non-conference season 3-0, and I honestly don't think anybody in the GMC will stay within three touchdowns of them, to be honest with you. I, I would be shocked if wow. anybody comes even that close. The rest of the GMC, there's not a fair view like a year ago or somebody like that, um, that, that has a chance to kind of compete with the upper echelon Tenora team that, that's going to be there this year. And I talked to Kenny Krause, their head coach, a couple of weeks ago, and he said this is the fastest team that he's ever had. Now you go back five, six years ago, the 2014-15 teams when they went to the state semifinals. Uh and they had some very, very fast kids. Uh, go back to Kevin McCann uh, when they had him, and, and they had some fast kids in the early uh, 2000s when Kenny first yeah. got there. Uh, so when he says this is his fastest team, uh, he's not blowing smoke. He's he's being serious. They are loaded, um, and if they can just kind of put it all together, they have a legit chance of making a run at a state championship. Honestly, I think they'll be the favorite to win the region, probably them, carry. Uh, You can throw Columbus Grove in there. If Archibald can overcome some of the the linemen that they lost, they have DJ Newman. That's all you have to know about Archibald Um, Liberty center. They keep improving as the season goes on. They can get in that discussion, but as far as the GMC goes, it's, it's Tenora uh, and I don't see anybody really giving them much of much of a competition in any of their games of the season.
0: So let's expand out. Let's expand the season a little bit then. Of the also you've you know you've talked about Tenora making a run um, possibly to the state uh, state finals or f- uh, state you know um, who among the also runs uh, can can pose a threat um, in the later weeks of the season. You're talking GMC, or are you talking? Yeah, the GMC teams. Yeah, GMC. We don't care about anybody else.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know I'm interested to see what Fairview does. Honestly Uh, uh, because all these kids that they have have never had a chance to play. Now they've played behind these great talented classes that they've had the last three years. So now is their chance. Uh, Can they kind of take the bull by the horns and really go with it? It's going to be interesting because they have talent. Um, It's just that they don't have the experience. So can they build as the season progresses and, and kind of get there? Uh, Wayne Trace is going to be young. Antwerp, they battled some injuries a year ago. They were young. I think they can make best improvement this season. We'll see about Paul being joining the GMC. They have a little bit of talent. Um, Ayersville played Tenora pretty tough a year ago. Um, they don't have that level of talent that maybe the Tenoras and, and the Fairviews are going to have this season. But I, I think they have a, a good team. Um, getting out further than that uh it's that's kind of where i see maybe the top half i guess of the league i would i would say it, at this point Not the 10, I, I think they're going to be young they don't have a lot of depth uh i i, I don't it's going to be tough and then you know losing some of the talent that they lost it, they're going to have to rebuild a little bit they're going to have to rebuild a little bit you were saying Edgerton? Edgerton, I think, coach year two with, with Coach Flagel there, I think they're going to, you know, make another improvement wise, take another step. Uh, the Everett's quarterback's a, a very good quarterback, could be one of the better ones in the league. Um, you can kind of throw them in the in that upper half to kind of competing. It's it's just Tenora and then kind of everybody else. And honestly, I would say Fairview, too. And then after that, boy, it's. I don't know. I mean, it could be it could be any I wouldn't be surprised of seeing any of the other other six uh, anywhere kind of along in that in that line, actually.
0: Going back to what you were talking about, Fairview, whose fault do you think that is that the kids didn't that that they that the kids didn't get to get as much experience? Because I think it's Doug Rakes' fault. So I just um, want to make sure. Me too.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to hammer on Dougie because he did a, an outstanding job during his time. I just think that the, that class that the, that they graduated this spring mm-hmm. was just so talented um, that uh, it, it was going to be hard to beat out any of those guys a, at their positions. Um, Coach Rake's phenomenal job, the Grove game when they lost in the regional finals just kind of didn't go their way the last 15, 20 minutes of that game where they would have had a, Maybe a very different story a year ago. I'm gonna stick with it was Doug's fault.
0: Is that all right with you guys?
1: <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Hey,
0: does he? Does he, has anybody seen him? Does he still have a beard? Uh-huh. I mean, I was
1: hoping wow. I was
0: I was hoping Lynn would talk shit about him, and then Script would be like,
2: "And we're gonna bring him on." like the <laughs> episode of jerry springer hey didn't we give him didn't we give him an invitation to join maybe i should be talking a little smack about him you know yeah. to,
0: dude hammer him
2: Him and billman feel free to hammer he's, him uh, billman. and Billman. And if you knew curtis you'd be hammering now. him too dougie said what? 20 minutes what was it it's been like 40 minutes ago he said he was going to come on in 20 where is he, he said that was 8
0: 48 we're pushing almost an hour so. I, heard that yeah. I heard he used to do that he's, to the kids in practice too
1: yeah, he's he's still in hair and makeup right now. Oh
0: Christ, no! He, he Doug lives at the school when that during season <laughs> time. Yeah, I remember he was all. I remember when Seth played for him, he was there. I mean, then Doug was just an assistant. Then he Doug was all never not there. So and then he's teaching people CPR and stuff like that. I don't know if he does that anymore, but. Hey Lynn, out to be
1: the test dummy. What other area teams do you think have a legit shot of going pretty far and making a run for the state championship?
2: Uh, state championship, man. Outside of Tenora in this immediate area, um, I don't know that anybody else has maybe that type of talent. Now, you get up in the Toledo areas, um, you know, Central Catholic, somebody like that has that potential. Uh, Finley – uh, down South further, they are, uh, they have some great, great players. Obviously you guys know about Luke Montgomery. Who's been recruited by every big college team that there is. Uh, and then his little brother is going to be a freshman. He's, I know he's got an offer from Michigan. Um, and they have a Ben Ireland, uh, who's the receiver. He's getting looked at D two. He's, he's probably maybe going to get some Mac looks. I would hope at some point he's, he's fast. Um, but in this immediate area, I would say Tenora. um, Archbold, if they had a line, I would say if they can figure that out, they would have a chance just because of of having DJ Newman and what he brings to the table because he's maybe the best athlete uh, three sport athlete that this area has, quite honestly.
0: What about uh, Toledo St. Francis with their new interim head coach.
2: Bruce Grabkowski? yes. Yeah, Uh and their best player actually transferred to Whitmer, um, oh. their running back Stephen McCoy. So they lost him. Um, and honestly, I did not hear back from Bruce, so I, did, I got no preseason info from St. Francis. So I, I am a little out of the loop on, uh, on what's going on at St. Francis.
1: Hey, wow. you just you you just tell this tell him that Elvis wants to talk to him. So
0: I
2: will let him know. I will let him know. I will let him yeah, know. tell him the Bailey
0: boys are. Yeah, we'll hunt him down for you. All right. We got enough pull with him. Interesting. I find, I, I mean, like I said, I don't have kids in sports or, in, or even high school anymore. So I'm so far removed from what's even, you know, who, who's around or, or whatever. But uh, it's nice to hear, you know, a, a different perspective than just Elvis's because Elvis is the only person I ever talked to. So
1: who, uh, who's your favorite coach, Steph? To- uh talk to
2: favorite coach not not not,
1: not, not, not just interview just bs with him. other than um, other than Doug Rakes. well i would say Doug
2: Rakes, but he he kind of so he's he's out of the picture uh if you go back to uh Rex Lindgren when he coached at Liberty Center great guy to talk to good bser um yeah, he was actually fun. at my house Two years two years ago it was it was Rex, John Downey from Archibald, Mark Emmons, he used to coach at Wassion and then Bill Inselman, who's still at Patrick Henry. And those four guys were at my dining room table for a story that we did for the first magazine. And talk about um, getting enlightened on an education on football probably should have charged uh should have had some tickets for that event and charged people to come to my house and sit around my dining room table and listen to those four guys talk. It was like three or four hours of those guys just, you know, whatever BS and about this and that. And, and Rex, Rex and John just love uh, to needle each other and go at each other. It's a, uh, it is amazing. Listen to those guys. David Dominic's a good guy to BS with over at Archibald. He's a, he's a good, good guy. Good to, uh, good to talk to you as well.
0: How come nobody in the Green Meadows Conference is fun to BS with?
2: Well, I would have said Doug Rakes, but
0: you got to get to know Jason Hale because he is. Has... I like Jason Hale. Yeah, he's, he's just too nice. He has, uh... He's just too nice.
1: he's, he's got a main streak in him.
0: Just don't try. Just don't try to glance around him at the urinal. Yeah, just fine.
1: Don't Andy. Don't Andy Berg him. <laughs>
0: You'd have to go back a few episodes to hear that story. Interesting. Well, I was trying to give rakes some time to get on here. I think he's Once again, I think he's completely he has he has been I, I think I even hell, I think I even dropped him from the ending credits.
1: I did. I think I he 7 us
0: tonight. <laughs> um it, I had a good question. Elvis, fire one at him. I had a good one. I just can't remember what it was. I forgot to bring my pen with me.
1: Uh, who do you think is going to win the WBL this year?
2: Woo, that is a good question. Um, Van Wert obviously won state championship a year ago. They lost the Treece Boy to graduation. He was, he was a, a dominant force Seven. for them. Yeah, yeah, he was he was unbelievable. Uh, really carried them. Uh, I think OG is going to be there. Ken Schreiner, great coach. Um, I think Bath will be in the mix. They lost. They just dealt with a lot of injuries a year ago, uh, but they have a lot of guys back. Um, Elida is going to be much improved. Uh, and they had a good season a year ago. Uh, it's kind of a toss up, really. If if you you know said right now who I'd pick, I'd may go with with OG. That's other than ta- other than
0: aside from time, what's it going to take for Travis Cooper to get Defiance into
2: that list of teams that you just talked about? Time, uh, getting the kids to buy in. Uh, I think he's on his way. I, I think from some things I've heard from the inside already, he has kind of changed the culture and has a uh, has got those commit kids a little more committed, um, and and they've been let's be honest, since kind of Jerry stepped down, they've been kind of more of a baseball and, and basketball school in, in the nineties, uh, early two thousands, they were a football school and they've kind of gotten away with that from that with coach child being the baseball coach and Kirk Layman being the basketball coach. And it seemed like football kind of took a back burner at the school. And it was always was the main sport for them with Jerry in charge. And, uh, and I think coop will, coop will bring that back. He, he's just got to get, um, the numbers out, more kids out. The talented kids, uh, the kids that play that are really good in basketball and baseball. He needs to get them to play football because I think a lot of their kids are specializing kind of in, in one sport or so. And and who can argue with that? With what Tom Held has done with that baseball program and all the the pro baseball players that he sent uh, to the minors and, and and the majors.
1: All right, million dollar question. It might be a little bit out of our area, but who's going to win the
2: Mac this year? Ooh. Um, I just heard from uh, a parent actually in the area that uh, was at a seven on seven where Marion local was. And I think they were with some division one or division two teams. And I heard Marion local look good. Um, Cold water. They lost a little bit. I think they're going to be in the mix. I, I would say not studying it too much just from kind of what i'm a year ago i would say marion local and, and cold water will be right there marion local
1: played a ton of young kids last year too they did they did yeah I, I think yes. there are a lot of a lot of freshmen sophomores playing quite a bit which is totally yeah. amazing because that school yeah. is on un- unreal
2: and they usually have 80, 70, 80 kids on their roster for a Division Seven school. That is uh, unheard of. I think there's – I'm trying to think. Two years ago when they played Patrick Henry in the state semifinals, I th- i was talking to somebody from Marion Local, and I was thinking that only maybe like 10 or 15 of their boys did not play football in the whole school, which yeah. around here is
0: – Crazy. To get unheard
2: of. percent of the boys to play football, you know, and they're getting – Eighty to ninety percent of them playing. Yep,
1: yeah, and then the other bad thing is they have one hundred and twenty-five in the band. Then, yeah, that's the other. Yeah, and there's like there's like four people in the student section. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Different well, as we as yeah. we get
0: ready to kick off our GMC preview next week, um, Lynn, can you give us any pointers on working on? trying to sound like we're legit members of the media with these coaches
2: um talk to tenora they're the favorite talk to tenora well we got him he's on the list you got kenny Kenny kraus right yeah there you go there's there's your man that's that's who you want to talk to um okay you got some. You got some new coaches, obviously, Coach Moreau there at Fairview, and then uh, Matt Holden over there at Wayne Trace, and then Paulding's a, a new team in the league this season. Um, but yeah, Tenora is the story. Honestly, that's all you need to know. That's not. Hey. That's
0: not sexy. We need. We need sexy. <laughs> get, get Coach Hale on there. Just get Coach Hale yeah. on there. He is. He's, he's, on, on, he's, on, he's, on, he's on, Yeah, Coach hour. Hale. Coach Smith and Coach Hale are both on next week.
1: Yeah. Coach Hale is going to be drinking some Bahama Mamas next week.
0: <laughs> That's good stuff. Well, Lynn, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. I mean, this has been cool. I, I mean, I was really I was really happy that when you responded to my message and you were good to go because I was like, man, we need to do something this week to kick this thing off and um, do it in style. Um, and get somebody legit in here, not just me and Elvis and Tara. Um, so we Understand. do. We thank I just, you.
1: I still can't believe he said yes.
0: I know. I can't either.
1: When you text me that Lynn Grohl is coming on, I thought you uh, you misspelled somebody else's name, like Lynn Swan or something. I'm like, wow. <laughs>
0: He's probably just taking notes on what not to do during a podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna. He, he has one one sentence wrote, and it says. The opposite of these depth
0: <laughs> It could have been a lot worse. I appreciate. It could have been.
2: I appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, it was a good time, and uh, anytime you want to talk some football, give me a shout. I'd be glad to. You know what? Though I'm thinking maybe again. it was I'm uh, thinking it was maybe fun. we
0: might have to have you come on a weekly segment this uh, this this season. I'm just kidding. Maybe come on a couple times this fall to talk talk a little football and look at the landscape maybe revisit your picks like say our aces are killing everybody and you're like whoa yes, I got yes. my mind on these guys
2: you never know i I've, I've been wrong before again. i've been wrong
0: before oh hell i'm wrong all the time no that's why <laughs> that's why we, oh so i didn't i didn't talk about this when we were on the air but so i listen to Lynn's podcast regularly and that's where I got the idea to do our picks. Um, the pick 'em that we did last year with the conference games, and then that. that so I stole that from his podcast.
2: Copyright, He's yeah.
1: Can, yeah. I, can
2: I get a commission or anything off of that? Yeah, sure. I, so the same, you can have a cut of the we,
0: 15 the cents per thousand episodes we get. Who was
2: who the, the pick 'em winner a year ago? No. So, I had to be. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. I want it. We got a couple minutes here. I'm going back to the I I wasn't even sure. I wasn't even spreading. I was one for
1: about the first first six weeks. Then I started going off the charts because I was winning too easy.
0: Somehow I lost the spreadsheet.
1: Um, Shock, shocker but like the
0: record it button. was it was you <laughs> and you
2: won that must have been mean you won Elvis you had to have won if he's lost the oh, Yeah. yeah.
0: I, Elvis exactly. I think you and LK you and LK were battling
1: I think we're yeah him and I were pretty close
0: and then didn't Boston came on and picked for Curtis and somebody else didn't he shot up yeah but yeah no I was I was in the cellar all right Hey,
1: I got the segment, Girls Game Day Picks. We'll have them on every every couple weeks.
0: His podcast is substantially longer than ours, though. They get in-depth. You ever listen to it, Elvis?
1: You know what? I've listened to a little bit, but I can't. At work, it's hard anymore because I can't hear it anymore at work. I'm not.
2: Gotcha. I gotcha. I just let Tony talk.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. Uh-oh, you hear the music. That means it's shout-out time. Elvis, what you got? I got a lot of shout-outs this week. All right, you got seven minutes to make it quick. <laughs>
1: My first shout-out goes to Jagger Landers. He got a couple uh, scholarship offers this week. Congrats. Keep killing keep it, little buddy.
0: That's it? Just Jagger?
1: I figure I figure we'd go around
0: the horn. Oh, go around the horn? Alright, Terry, you getting shout out? Um I don't know. Shout out to no, Shout out to um the the Bucks for winning last night. I was watching the game, it was pretty cool. Should I shout out to my dad for father today. Jesus Christ! That's like eight weeks ago. We we did the Father's Day episode already. Yeah, I've got one shout out tonight. I'm gonna give my shout out to Lynn for joining us tonight. A legitimate member of the media came on our podcast tonight. Uh, I'm I'm totally thrilled. Lynn, you got any shout outs you want to give? Doug ranks. Get on the show, (laughs) (laughs) Doug. I love it.
2: I, I even gave him
0: four days' notice, too.
2: I told him, like, I told him whenever you told me. What day was that? Wednesday?
0: Yeah. I
1: got shout outs Jagger Landers. Yeah. Luke Kraus, Doug Rakes Jr. the <laughs> third. And Miss Gracie Shepherd.
0: I'm coming, coming for, for All you. four of you. <laughs> Shit, we didn't get into that. We will next week. I'm we'll do, coming. It of, that's do It For This Installment of the Duder Podcast. We thank you all for listening. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, we ask I'm you to subscribe, me. rate, and review. Be sure to like the Deuter Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to get in touch with the show, shoot us an email at Duderpodcast at gmail.com. The Deuter Podcast is a Beat 2K production created and produced by Rob Bailey executive producers are Mike Bailey Doug Billman and Steve Bechtel social media director is Tara Bailey hair and makeup as always by Curtis Metz this is Beat signing off you've been listening to the Deuter Podcast
1: it's closing time where the hell's my music at <laughs> give me a whiskey and beer